What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Court with Dorian. Today is a special day because it will be Father's Day. And I got a special father on here today, but he's also a professional athlete, Mr. Eli Hall. What's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? What's up, man? Nothing much. Just here with my kicking it with my girl Dorian. Just chilling, man. <laughs> man, I appreciate you coming on here. And what does this day really mean to you? Oh, man, Father's Day means a lot to me because it means, for me, it means the initiation of the why of where I wanted to be where I'm at now. You know, I I took a lot of pride into trying to be the best father I can and be the best dad I can be with all my circumstances. But overall, I believe that this day means hard work, dedication, and I would say all the presence it takes to, to be a great dad. Right. And were you able to grow up with your dad or was your dad around when you were growing up? Yes, yes. My dad was around. Um, my dad pretty much was around all the way to my senior year of high school. So I had a father presence. You know, I was I was one of the guys who was lucky with the father in my life for majority, at least till I was, you know, a senior. So that's more than enough for for me. So I was I would say that that was a good thing for me because he taught me a lot of things about, you know, the street tactics and uh, the school tactics and things like that. And that what nature. And with everything that's kind of going on in the world with your kids. I know that it's probably hard to have certain conversations or it's hard to tell them about certain things, but have you like tried to explain to them what's really kind of going on in the world right now? Well, I really haven't just because, I mean, I really haven't just explain to them what's really, you know, going on. But I believe that, you know, me and my son will and, and my daughters will have that talk one day. You know, my daughter, my oldest, she's eight years old. And, you know, I believe, you know, that talk is coming soon. My son is turning seven in a couple months. So, you know, and, and my youngest, she's turning seven too next month. You know, I believe that talk is coming soon, um, sooner than later, if anything. A hundred percent. I know that you had a different type of journey to where you are now. You didn't just go straight to a Division One school to run track. Talk about your journey and what made your journey different and special to you. Well, you know, one thing that made my journey different and special was, you know, like, you're right, like out of high school, I, I didn't get the opportunity to get to, to go D1. You know, I was offered many scholarships due to the, um, the athleticism I had in high school. The grades wasn't there because the focus wasn't there in high school and it altered my direction towards D1. So going JUCO Junior College at uh, Butler Community College, it pretty much showed me and, and humbled me in a lot of experiences that I had to go through because coming out of high school, I was I was a high-flying cat. I was ready to roll. I was trying to go straight D1, be in that type of environment. But to be honest, I wasn't ready for that type of uh, environment at the time for like how I was acting. So I think, you know, me going to a junior college really humbled me in a lot of ways and got ready for it. 
the D1 uh, life and the D1 experience. So then, of course, you went to my university, which is the University of Houston. Y'all are lucky enough and blessed enough to have Carl Lewis and Leroy Burrell as your coaches there. How was it learning under them and just being able to grow for the time that you were at the University of Houston? Yeah, um, being under Coach Burrell and Coach Carl Lewis, that was, you know, at the time when I was at U of A's, just when I started off, just overwhelming and a loveling experience that I had went through with them because, you know, they didn't, you know, just teach me about track or just teach me about things on the track. You know, they helped me in many ways ways to be a great father so you know because Carl you know and Leroy would having him having his uh the way he have his kids and the way he uh was a father and he still is a father to his children that's it, it kind of like showed me uh like the blueprint of what it would take to be a track athlete and be a father me still um learning under them now you know them still teaching me and still coaching me now because we're on the next level trying to make the Olympic team so that even just having them around like just all my life I pretty much well I really I pretty much knew Coach Burrell and Carl Lewis I met Carl one time a couple times when I was young but I've known Coach Burrell pretty much uh, all my life because I've known Cam since I was about uh, eight or nine or something around that age so you know just being around him showed me a lot as me having children early and him being one of my mentors it really showed me a lot and helped me uh, grow as a person and since you brought up the Olympics. Of course, it's postponed right now. Do you know about anything or any plans that they're looking towards right now? So right now, you know, they, they're right now we're training. We're getting ready. Uh, they have us some meets that they want us to do in August, mm-hmm. this August. But the, yes, you're right. The Olympics is postponed, but there's still going to be some meets this year. So far, we, we don't pretty have a solid uh, date on it, but uh, August is supposed to be like the timeline for it. And for next year, 2021, you know, hopefully, you know, the safety of everyone is is, is, is back to normal and we can uh, get things going around in July. They want to start back the Olympic trials back in July. So hopefully we can, you know, get this thing under control and, you know, we can get some type of formation on what's going on and, you know, just get, you know, get things back rocking because that's, that's all that we want to do in the sports world. You know, we want to get things back rocking. And as a professional, track athlete your training is different I might have a lot of people that listen to my podcast that might just really not know a lot about what professional track athletes do I just want you to kind of explain how your training goes you know what do the meets mean like how are you able okay. to to make money from you know going to these okay. meets because you know we had this conversation before you know yeah. I remember you told me you were going over the run for what two days and in, in how much yeah. money you made so yeah <laughs> So, so just talk about about the training for that, and just what the meets do, and and what the Olympic trials is, and all of that stuff. Yeah, uh, well, so basically, you know, for me, I was, you know, I was one of the blessed guys who was uh, able to to get a contract, and um, you know, I was I was I I was blessed to get a contract with Nike and Red Bull. So those are the basis of you know, when you talking about payments or anything like that. But for going overseas, that's more of uh, you know 
we we do get money. We do make our money, good money from overseas, and we it helps us get our name out and helps us build our brand because that's ultimately what we want to do: build the brand so we can um, let people know more about us. Because our sport is not a sport that you know everyone. You're right. Everyone just don't know what goes on, and unless you really invest and, and you know ask your questions about it. So I feel like you know. For training-wise, like, we're going to train year-round most likely all the time because our off-season is football season is in and things like that. So that's when we get our most and our and our base training in. When you get when you're talking about on and off years, it's really difficult as an athlete in my uh, sport because you know some years we have like an off year where it's like no worlds or no Olympics year, so it's just like pretty much you're just training and going to meets, and that's pretty much how this year ended up happening. So it's just all about staying focused and being, and then knowing why you're doing what you need to do because it can get real difficult when you're not going overseas. You just and some for some athletes who are not able to have a contract or you know get overseas and make the money that they need to make to help them out uh, I think it would I think it could get kind of difficult and that's why we really really need the uh, sport to come back I really commend the people like you who y'all are in individual sports because I mean you just have to have a different type of mindset when you're in an individual sport I mean I played in a team sport so you had to do what you had to do to get better but ultimately you weren't going out there by yourself so you have a bad day somebody else could pick you up you know what I'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. difference in it for real and for me I, I feel like that some days it could be like that but for me and like I think like some other athletes around the world, we did get lucky. Some guys like me, I was blessed to have a couple training partners like Cam Burrell and Mario Burke and LaShawn Collins and, you know, them type of guys. Blessed to have training partners and train with them guys because every bad day, you know, everybody don't, you right, everybody don't have a good day. And, you know, when you got guys like them to push you on days that you don't feel like, you know, you don't feel like it's very good that day. I think that was, that was a very blessing and it was a high praise on them guys. That's real. And one last thing before you get out, since you mentioned it and I didn't have to mention it for you, your sponsorship and contracts with Red Bull and Nike. Um, just talk about what that really means for you and what comes with that. Oh man, that that off the uh, off the top is a uh, it's a blessing and a life changing experience because you know from a kid who came from you know just a high school out in Katy to where people don't really know where it's at or who had to go to JUCO and make a, a bunch of transitions into Division One college who learned lessons and went through obstacles. It's a blessing that is by itself I feel like you know this is only the beginning you know for me like a star in the making on my end because when I first even signed a deal with any of those uh, sponsors I wasn't really just counting on getting those type of things at hand because it's like a blessing to me because I feel like I went through a lot of things if you uh if you follow me on that and shit I'm just humbled I'm just humbled about it and I just you know I just want more of course you want more so we just gonna keep grinding and keep grinding until we can get more you know and that's that's the plan bigger and better things 100 percent and I just realized I lied 
that wasn't the last thing because we got to talk about the record that you still hold <laughs> because that was that, that was one of my happiest moments for you. Yeah. Of course, people can go to school together with us having our basketball facility kind of away from everybody else. You know, it's hard to see people yeah. as much as y'all see each other in the alumni. But I know one thing is from day one, you know, we always communicated yeah. and all that stuff. So when that happened, that was one of my happiest moments for you. But I want you to brag about yourself and talk about <laughs> the record that you hold. Oh, man. Yeah, the uh, the, the 200 indoor uh, record for college and American record, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I still can't believe it to this day, man. It was it was a crazy experience. I mean, I knew that, you know, I was ready for the moment. But to, to go out there and actually do it and put it together at the time, it was, it was an amazing and humbling experience. You know, I feel like at that point, that's when my life changed uh, as a as a as a track athlete. I feel like my life, you know, it it, it kind of started rising from that point on. And I I really I really I really can't wait to get on the track and, and break some more records. Now I know about it. <laughs> I know it, but you so, know I'm I'm waiting. That's why I'm really waiting for the Olympics because I know yeah. you're gonna be there. I know yeah. Cam's gonna be there too. So yeah, so like I think that's a, a landmark or or history mark in my life that I will always remember because you know at the time like like when I did it my three children were sitting in the stands cheering me on at the time so wow. that was like a landmark in my life and I think that you know I'm gonna always remember that moment because it, it pretty much changed my life it went from you know like what is he gonna do like oh my god he's one of the best printers in the world yeah. so that and, and it's still more to prove so that was just like the, the start of it though and that's why I said it's a landmark in my life man I appreciate you for coming on here today. No Happy problem. Father's Day. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, and continue doing what you're doing. Already. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Dorian. Keep doing what you're doing, man, and <laughs> let's keep going. Striving for greatness. You know how we getting it. One last time, I just want to say Happy Father's Day, and thank you all for continuously listening to my podcast. I hope that you listen to all the episodes if this is your first episode that you have listened to. My name is Dorian Branch. This is Off the Court with Dorian. One last thing to remember, what God has for you is for you and no man can take that away from you. Bye.